Chance Rants 40. <laughs> oh boy! Monday, Monday, Monday! Welcome back to another beautiful week in this land of the free, home of the brave, the United States of Earth. United and divided and rewrited and tried it and had to reignite it so the fire didn't die it. It's just a little bit of niceness with this righteousness that I ignite with, a little bit of light and strike. It's like I'm trying to be frightening, but I'm not too scary because I'm barely containing my glee at being alive. I thrive in this limelight, ladies and gentlemen. I thrive in this limelight. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Chance Rants. This is Chance Rants. 40, allegedly, maybe 39, I don't know, what's, what, <laughs> who's counting, who's counting, I'll count later, <laughs> oh boy, so anyway, I was, uh, I was, uh, acting like a whiny little bitch last week, acting like a whiny little bitch last week, I, I put out an ultimatum and said, give me money to support my podcast or I'm quitting. And I'm leaving Twitter. I'll show you. Fortunately, I had a combination of people say, all right. But also a combination of people say, quit being a bitch. <laughs> sometimes different language, sometimes not. Same language, sometimes not. You know, <laughs> people, have, people have different approaches. What can I say? What can I say besides they have different approaches? And it's important to try to find the value in all of them. And that's what I did. So I admitted to my moment of weak bitchiness. And I removed my ultimatums from my pin tweet and went back to just having the one-line lessons condensed wisdom from my podcast guests pinned to my Twitter account. And uh, I recorded quite a few podcasts this weekend, let me tell you. I had one with Brian Romley uh, where he essentially spoke for three hours and that was just fine with me. I would have let him speak for eight hours if he wanted to. What a fascinating guy. Uh, also, had the Council of Elders back on the podcast. This time, Chief Chuck was able to make it. So we had Billy Redhorse, Dennis Hines, and Chief Chuck. I'm just sharing a little bit of their perspective as uh, men of a certain age. <laughs> Get it? Like they're old? Yeah. Uh, and also, I spoke with Joshua Lysick, the world's premier ghostwriter, I'd say. I'd say. Uh, and quite a collection of fellows. Now, I had a little interesting experience this, uh, 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 <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> too much coffee this morning. Anyhow, I had quite a little experience yesterday on a family walk. See, what had happened was, see, what had happened was, um, see, what had happened was, uh, I was walking my children and wife. Well, I was walking with them. I wouldn't say I was walking them because I left the collars and the leashes at home. Hey, hey, oh! <laughs> jamma That's humor. That's comedy. That is classic. So anyway, I was, uh... <laughs> oh, that fella's using the carpool lane illegally. Time to call 911. Anyhow, I was walking with my family, wife and children, and the dog, and, uh... Well, I was walking the dog, because the collar and the leash... Anyway, uh, because my children are scheduled to be starting school on Wednesday. Tuesday's orientation, Wednesday's the first day. And we thought, well, the school's about 1.1 miles on foot, so why don't we go ahead and walk on over there 
and test out the kids and see whether they're responsible enough to take this walk by themselves. Otherwise, we're going to have to do remote schooling because school gets out at 2.15 due to the, uh, well, we all know why. And so I needed to see whether my 10-year-old was responsible enough to be chaperoning my 6-year-old on their 1.1-mile walk from school. So we walked to the school. All went fine. And then we walked over to a park and had a little play around. That went fine, too. Uh, the park's adjacent to the school, by the way. Uh, not that it matters anyway. Uh, we decided to walk on home after about 45 minutes at the park, and my oldest daughter began to have an attitude. Quite an attitude. Uh, and so I stopped to give her a little lecture, and a lady and her, uh, I assume husband, although I'm not sure, pulled over and asked if she was all right and if I knew her. Yes, I know her. She's my daughter. She is? Yes. She rolled up the window, so did the husband, the ostensible husband, and they went about their way. My daughter and I caught up with the rest of the family, and uh, we were continuing our walk home. About three, four minutes later, the police showed up and boxed me in got out and asked if everything was okay, had a little chat with my daughter, uh, we chatted with the second officer who was playing good cop, we asked him about uh, any of the neighborhoods or roads that we should have our kids avoid if they're going to be walking to school, and after that, the cops went on their merry way because obviously there was no problem, uh, she is my daughter, by the way, uh, it's verified, um, but, uh, my daughter wasn't very happy about having had to speak to the police after having had a shitty fucking attitude. Uh, and so she ran up and gave me a big hug and we walked home and we had a little chat about understanding that our actions have consequences and our attitude has a wider reach than we might think it does and, uh, and uh, those kind of useful perspectives. And it looks like we're going to have to be doing distance learning because if I can't even trust my daughter to make it through the walk one time without getting the cops called, I don't see how, uh, with her parents by the way, I don't see how we can trust them to make the walk in the future, but I do think we're going to try again this evening and just see how it goes and measure what we want to do and how we want to approach. Anyway, wasn't the greatest, uh, 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 uh-oh, uh, 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 uh-oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm definitely not a robot. It wasn't the greatest experience. So, uh, what else is going on in the world? What else is going on in the world? Oh, apparently the, the ice cream truck jingle is racist now. Uh, yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> I know, I know. So, uh, Good Humor commissioned RZA from Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, which, by the way, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with, as you may or may not know. Uh, and you should also protect your head and neck. Anyhow, uh, RZA has been commissioned to make a new ice cream truck song. Haven't listened to it yet. I was too busy rolling my eyes at the implication that uh, the classic ice cream song is racist. Apparently, it got its start in Irish... Uh, folk music and then was used in minstrel shows in the 1800s and sometimes was sung with racist lyrics uh, although minstrel shows haven't happened for you know like a hundred plus years uh, the good humor company line was that it brings uh, it brings back memories of racist connotations which I don't know anybody who was alive in 1856 do you no you don't uh, but you know whatever whatever it's not important that uh, the ice cream song stays the same, uh, but, you know, it's sort of erasing 
the rest of the history. I mean, how are we supposed to, uh, like, uh, improve our history if every time anything has any connotation that's negative in any sort of way, we uh, just tear it down and erase it like it never happened? I mean, it might have racist connotations from the early to mid-1800s, but you want to know what? Ever since then, the connotation has been fucking ice cream and kids running out into the streets to join together around the lovely experience of getting ice cream from some fucking creepy dude in a truck driving around selling ice cream. Yeah! We had fixed the problem. We had changed the story. We had rearranged the narrative to make it so that the song was awesome. Everybody knows it's ice cream. It's ice cream. Everybody runs into the street for ice cream. Mom, give me three dollars. I want a fucking frozen taco, a choco taco. But no. It has something to do with the past. We have to erase it. We have to erase the past, everybody. We have to erase the past. There were racists in the past. And everything's racist in the present. We have to erase everybody from the present. Toe the company line, toe the party line. The party and the company are one and the same, but that's a different lecture. Wrong meeting. That one's down by the docks. That one's down by the docks. It's gonna take place just after midnight. Hope to see you there, because if you're not, then we're gonna knock on your door at 4 a.m. and take you captive and tell your family that you never even existed. And everybody will forget about you, because if they say something, if they say something, <laughs> let me calm down. If they say something, we'll erase them too. But you know, it's just the ice cream song. Just take it by itself. Take it as a standalone. Don't add it to the current cultural milieu. Milieu. Don't add it there. Just take it by itself. It's just the ice cream song. The Riz is cool, man. I love Wu-Tang Clan. Let's just let the Riz make the new ice cream song. Good humor calling on all drivers to immediately switch out turkey in the straw. Or whatever the fuck it is. Turkey roosting in the straw. Something. Something like that. Point is, never mind, never you mind. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain with hashtag Black Lives Matter stamped on it. It's fine. It's a standalone issue. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry. The erasing of history is fine. Who cares about history? What, what does history have to teach us? Why do we need to remember the history? Mm. There's only one version of history we want to know. And it's the history that serves our agenda. It's the history that serves our agenda. Anyway, have a great Monday. <laughs>